I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for downloading the John Kintura Show On Demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Hey, this is Nick Gardnera, running back for the Script Ranch Falcons. And Script Ranch plays here on 97.3 The Fan. And yeah, welcome back to hour number two, the high school uh, football show brought to you by our friends at Lolita's Mexican Restaurants and Braden Soprenner and yours truly had a very nice meal down there uh, last Saturday night after the Padres unveiled their new uniforms and uh, we'll look forward to uh, stopping by there again real soon. They had a nice uh, lady wait on us, Renee down there, and I, she may be a, a frequent listener to 97.3 The Fan. Renee, a great job by you and the crew down there. And right now we're going to go out to our man Drew Cowell and uh, get a breakdown of about four different high school playoff games tomorrow night. And, Drew, how are you? Hey, Coach. Great. How are you? Uh, doing very well. And we're going to take a look. Uh, to start with, we're going to take a look at the Division One. We've got uh, number 10, uh, Torrey Pines, the 10th seed, traveling down to take on the Lincoln Hornets tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And I think this could be a pretty interesting ball game. Yeah, this is going to be a matchup of conflicting styles with Torrey Pines coming off a big win versus RB where they blew them out 34 to six. They, they were looking like the powerhouse program that they are and asserting some dominance. Lincoln is a hot program coming off a massive emotional win versus arguably the best team in the County Cathedral Catholic. Torrey Pines will test Lincoln high school's eye discipline with their famous wing tee attack. Lincoln will try to get their athletes in space while Torrey will try to keep the ball on the ground with their run dominant style with Braden Fowler, sophomore quarterback, and running back Kale Helfrich, who had 154 yards and two TDs last week. Torrey has a solid defense, too, holding RB to only six points last week. So this is going to be a really interesting um, conflict of styles in this one. Well, I think uh, that's going to be a score I'm going to be watching for tomorrow night. Uh, how about uh, La Costa Canyon? They're starting to put some things together right now, uh, traveling out to take on Mission Hills. Uh, the Grizzlies have had a pretty good year. Yeah, last time I saw these two, it was week eight, and uh, Mission Hills made a statement with their victory, with the 14-10 victory on the road. That game was the start of Mission Hill's terror towards the end of the year with their offense truly shining. While their defense has been solid all year with Quinton Hadnot, um, they're holding op- opponents to less than 12 points per game, so they're really solid on defense. LCC, they're solid on defense, but they'll look for Aiden Lippert on the ground and Euchre to make some key throws versus Mission Hill's that they're really daring him to make back in week eight. So we'll see if he can link up with his favorite receiver, Trevor Gonzalez, who is key for LCC in the air game at wideout. LCC will look to uh, their aggressive defensive style to try to make Mission Hills one-dimensional, sort of like they did earlier in the year when 
they took away their outside threats and they made Mission Hills run the ball, only holding them to 14 points. So look for another close one in this game with with two truly great defenses. Uh, Drew Cowell joins us here on 97.3 The Fan. Let's go down to Division Two. Uh, Bishops out of La Jolla uh, taking on the Poway Titans. This is going to be at Mira Mesa High School tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And you got some real key guys in this game. you got Tyler Buckner, the junior quarterback, who's had just a, a monster year and probably going to be up for player of the year, I would think, in the county. Uh, going against Poway, Josh Butler. And uh, this could uh, very well be if Poway gets beat. Scott Coates' final game as the head coach of the Titans because he's announced his retirement earlier in the season well yeah this is this is going to be a really big emotional game it's another conflict of styles with Poway being that single back run dominant type while Bishops is going to try to spread it out and air it out with their big QB and wide out connection and they're bleeding the San Diego in the receiving end quarterbacking but um Poway they're led by their big old line featuring running back Josh Butler, also with running back number seven, Kopak, pitching in in the ground game. They exploded last week in the third quarter and scored 29 points in that quarter to help them lead to victory versus Monta Vista 47-0. Look for Poway to try to wear and tear with their big linemen and control the clock in this one and try to keep the ball on the ground, controlling the clock trying to keep the ball away from Bishop's quarterback. Yeah, Buckner's had a big year, no question about that. Drew, uh, the final game I wanted to ask you about, uh, Division Two tomorrow night, you got El Camino. They had a big win last week. We did it right here on 93, the fan against Valley Center. Uh, they're uh, taking on Sam Pasquale at Sam Pasquale. Tony Corley, uh, they win the Valley League, a 9-1 and record, uh, an absolutely uh, fantastic year for the Eagles right now, the Golden Eagles, I should say. How do you see this one coming? Yeah, I think this is a very, very interesting North County matchup. Tampa Squall will look to get their run game going versus El Camino's big defensive front. If they can get the ball in the air in this one, I feel like that's key for Jungman. Um, Trevor Jungman is a good quarterback who leads that team. He's a senior, and it's a senior-led team, very, very um, close-knit, 9-1. Uh, and one. Reminds me a lot of the team that we played when uh, we were in Division One, 2014 Tampa Squad team. That was great. Um, it'll be key for this one to get Jungman's um, arm going, and I feel like that's going to dictate the outcome. If they can get the air game going, they'll be able to frustrate El Camino and keep them guessing. But El Camino's hot coming in off two big victories, one off Oceanside, one off a good Valley Center team. So... This one's going to be a really great game, but I think Tampa Squall, they're a tight-knit team. They've been in a lot of close games. They're at home in this one. I just see it playing out. Uh, I agree favorite. with you. I, I think this is going to be a really good ball game uh, tomorrow night. Uh, uh, I know uh, Braden and I are going to talk about it a little bit later. Uh, Carlsbad uh, Cathedral, how do you see that one? Uh, just Because uh, I know you've uh, you know kind of taken a look at both of those teams this year. Yes, um, well, I would like to see if the quarterback for Cathedral is playing. And then if that if, if he's playing, then I, I see Cathedral taking it pretty easily. But if he's qu- questionable or whatever with his shoulder. Yeah, I he's going to be out tomorrow night. They're going to go with the sophomore, oh, Charlie right. Meyer. Then um, then I could see it go either way. Carl's bad is they're tight. They've, they're well-tested. They played every great team in the North County, so they're battle-tested. 
Cathedral, I don't know. They could be caught slipping tomorrow night. That'll be a good one. Of course, we're going to have that game on 97.3, the fan and our radio.com okay. app. Uh, Drew, a great job, and we'll look forward to uh, having you on next week. Uh, we'll be getting ready for the Open Division Championship and the semifinals in the other divisions. Have a great Friday night, and thanks again. Thank you, Coach. Have a great night. There you go. Uh, Drew Cowell uh, covering uh, four of the ball games for us. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, Braden, uh, as I bring you on here, uh, and we'll talk more about it a little bit later, I do think that El Camino San Pasquale game is going to be a good one tomorrow night. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. We're going to have some updates from that one from uh, our Thomas Andrews tomorrow during our broadcast. So uh, we'll get some uh, updates from that game. I, I'm really curious to see how that one plays out. We saw El Camino last week, and I thought they did looked um, – they looked a lot better than I thought they were going to look, uh, and they had a lot of good players. Noah Sega was a you know, was a big factor in last week's game, and he didn't even get the ball as much as I thought. How about he was Alexander get. Fetko? Yeah, Alexander Fetko. I, I've got to watch him a handful of times, um, you know, throughout the years, and he he's a jitterbug back there and a big time return man. He's a big playmaker for El Camino as well. Uh, I like El Camino. I think they're on a roll right now. They just knocked off Oceanside a couple weeks ago, the final week of the season Civil War. in the Civil War up there in uh, in Oceanside, and then a big win against Valley Center, um, which they just kept putting it on Valley Center. Um, you know, drive after drive after drive, they converted a lot of third and fourth down, um, you know, conversions that I thought were almost impossible to convert. They had a lot of third and twenties, fourth and twenties that they're able to convert. Um, and they they did a really good job last week. I, I like them riding high right now going in to, to take on San Pasquale. I think it's going to be a really good football game. And we're going to break all the games down, uh, uh, Braden and I, uh, coming up at about uh, 1035. But when we come back, we're going to go out to the East County. Our man from EC Preps, Adam Paul, will join us next. You're listening to the High School Football Show on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This is Joe Kramer, head football coach, San Augustine High School. The Saints been play here on 97.3 The Fan. And yeah, welcome back to our high school football show. Coach John Cantero and Braden Soprano till the top of the hour. And then again, uh, Braden and I will be in uh, tomorrow afternoon at 12 to 3. And boy, I'll tell you right now, I know what the A topic is going to be on our program starting tomorrow. It's going to be that big fight at the end of the Steelers-Browns game. And if you missed it, take a look at the highlights and give me a call tomorrow between 12 and 3. But right now we're going to head out to the East County. Our man from EC Preps, Adam Paul, joining us on 97.3 The Fan. Adam, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing okay, Coach. I happened to see the end of that game. That was quite (laughs) the uh, heavyweight title fight, it seemed like. I'll tell you what, if... uh... Uh, a high school player would have swung a, a helmet at a defenseless player. He'd get banned for life in the San Diego CIF section. Oh yeah, mo- most definitely. <laughs> hey, uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the playoff games tomorrow night. Let's start in Division One. Going to be a, a rematch of a game earlier that Madison won. It's going to be number five Grossmont traveling to take on number four Madison uh, to break this one down for us. Yeah, this one's going to be really interesting. Um, Madison, um, you know, won the earlier matchup um, with a dominating second half by a score of 34 to 13 over Grossmont back in September, um, which handed Grossmont their first loss of the season. It was only six to three at at, um, at halftime. Um, um, Jamie Oden for Grossmont in that game had 261 total yard, or excuse me, 261 yards of yeah total offense. Um, in that loss and um, in last week 
um, against the, in the big win against San Marcos, he had 276 um, yards of total offense in the big 34-20 um, win over uh, San Marcos, which was tied actually 20 all after three quarters. Uh, Robert Tucker, who's actually coming off a um, injury, um, will be re- returning after a one-game absence, had over 200 yards of total offense, offense against the Knights, including a 47-yard touchdown. Uh, Brody Schicker had five catches, including a 22-yard touchdown, uh, while senior Chris Alba had 11 tackles, a forced fumble with a recovery and a fourth-quarter rushing score. Um, Austin Whitmire for the Foothillers also will be a big um, force on defense. He had eight tackles and a pick in um, last week's win against the Knights. On the other side, Madison, uh, who's led by Keontae uh, Springs, who um, is probably a candidate for County Player of the Year, had um, 206 yards and a pair of touchdowns against the Foothillers in that first meeting. Um, in their win last week, 35-21 over, or excuse me, a couple weeks ago over Mir Mesa, 35-21, he ran for 109 yards and three touchdowns. On the defensive side, Sam Owens had a fumble recovery and Dominic Lata, Lata had a, um, a blocked punt. Um, the winner of this game will face the winner of the Steel Canyon Oceanside quarterfinal. This game is going to be really interesting to see if um, – Grossmont can um, look back and obviously not make the mistakes that they made the first time against Madison. We're visiting with Adam Paul from EC Preps, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan. You mentioned Oceanside. They went down last week and shut out Eastlake 10-0. They're the ninth seed. They're going to be playing the one seed tomorrow night, Steel Canyon, who's coming off a bye. Yeah, it's very, another uh, very interesting game. Um, the last, interestingly enough, the last time these actually two teams met, and only time was back in 2004 in the Division II quarterfinals, in which um, Oceanside won 34 to 10. This year, though, points may be at a premium um, as both defenses are tough. The Cougars are only allowing 10 and a half points a game, while the Pirates are allowing 16 and a half points a game. Uh, for the Cougars, junior quarterback um, Elia Chirismazi um, in, in the uh, regular season finale lost to Helix, ran for uh, two touchdowns in the second quarter um, in route to the 21, uh, in, in, excuse me, in route to the halftime lead against the Highlanders. And senior Antoine Walker opened the scoring for the Cougars in the first quarter with a one-handed catch and double coverage, which, um, if you've seen the highlights, it's probably the best grab in the conf- in the conference and possibly the county this season. Um, in that game, Cam Ewert on the defensive side recorded this, uh, um, a safety against the against the Highlanders and gave the Cougars a chance to still win the game. Um, the Cougars also have allowed the second fewest points of all the section teams this season. Uh, Jeremy Mendez Gall, who um, could. A return for the uh, Cougars, possibly after being out the last couple games, um, but it's possible, but possibly not. So Kyrus Mazi appears to be um, appears to be the starter for uh, for the uh, for the Cougars against the Pirates. Oceanside um, for them, they have the top star in junior Kavika Tua, who's rushed for almost 1,700 yards and 16 touchdowns on the season. He rushed for over 100 yards and scored a touchdown in the uh, fourth quarter with about a minute 40 left to go in that game against the Titans. Also in that game, Jacob Harris um, threw for 120 yards on 12 of 20 passing. Well, that'll be a good one. Uh, Are you going to that game? 
Yes, I'll be at that game, Coach. Okay, uh, let, let's go down to uh, the Division Four playoffs. How about Escondido traveling out to ten, take on the Santana Sultans at 7 o'clock in that Division Four playoff match? You got number eight against number one. Yeah, this is going to be really interesting because Santana pretty much hasn't played a game in just about a month. I mean, they played Monta Vista, lost pretty big so uh, pretty big to, to the monarchs had a buy and then they beat um, El Cajon Valley in their regular season finale in that game uh, Nathan Temple threw for 199 yards and four touchdowns to four different uh, receivers in the 42 to 7 win over El Cajon Valley um, on the season um, Temple finished with eight, 28 touchdowns also in that game Dean Landers had four catches and 69 yards and receiving score also, Jared Forster also had a catch for 36 yards. Um, on the defensive side for the Sultans, Michael Richter had two sacks against the Braves, and on the season, he has 12 and a half sacks, which ranks him second in the county. Also on the season as a team, the Sultans have 27 um, sacks. For the Cougars, um, in their playoff win last week against Classical Academy, 30 by a score, 31 to 7. Um, it was their first playoff win in 10 years. In that game, Tajay Brooks had a 68-yard touchdown reception and also two interceptions on the defensive side in the win. This game's going to be really interesting because, like I said, Santana hasn't really played a game in a month. And Escondido, depending on which team shows up, early on they were scoring points at will. and then, But lately they haven't really – many points so it'll be really interesting to see what happens there um i know you guys called one of their games i believe against valley center um which was a blowout if i recall against um, valley center so like i said it'll be interesting to see what happens um <clears throat> if santana can come out and, and um jump right out um like they have um in, uh, in previous games in the season well let's uh, jump down to the open uh, division playoffs um saint augustine Taking on the Helix Highlanders minus Ellie and Noah. Yeah, um, these two obviously already played. Helix won that game on the road, forty-four to thirty-eight, um, in which they led thirty-one ten at half. Obviously, holding off um, the Saints' uh, furious comeback. Um, in that game, uh, Cameron Brown passed for two touchdowns, while Delshawn Trailer and sophomore Christian Washington rushed for a score in that win. And like you said, Elion Noah, who's out for the season with his foot injury, in that game he ran, actually ran for 273 uh, yards. Um, Washington, obviously, who led that uh, led the crew. He uh, led the crew in the in the season finale a couple of weeks ago uh, when they turned back Steel Canyon, uh, 35 to 23, uh, in which he ran for 218 yards and um, scored four touchdowns. He's actually already um, rushed for 820 yards and 14 touchdowns this season um, after taking over for Noah um, a few weeks ago. Uh, in that game, like I said, they, they trailed uh, Steel Canyon 21-7 at the half. Um, then on the opening of the kickoff, senior um, Andre uh, Salcido suffered a broken arm. After that 35, after a 35-minute delay, Helix made the adjustments, which were apparent as um, they came back to win that game. On the other side for Saints, uh, Richard Colmanero passed for 229 yards 
and two touchdowns in the 31-28 victory over Point Loma in in their regular season finale. Byron Cardwell ran for 133 yards and two touchdowns in the game and had 60 yards and a touchdown on the receiving side. Obviously, the winner of that game is going to play Cathedral Catholic and Carlsbad. Uh, should be interesting. Should be in front of a um, big crowd. Um, and I know they're expecting a huge crowd for that game, so it would be elect- an electric atmosphere for that game. Well, I think we got some good uh, games tomorrow night. I think a week from now we're going to be talking about the Open Division Championship. We're going to be talking about the semifinals and all the different divisions. And, boy, now that uh, uh, we're getting down to the tack, there are going to be some good matchups the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I really agree with that, Coach. It's going to be interesting to see um, who pulls it out. I mean, um, Scripps Ranch, um, I know they play West Hills. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens in um, Division Three. Um, also, I think, you know, the Oceans, the game I'm going to tomorrow night, Oceanside Steel Canyon is going to be, um, you know, a, box, a boxing match type game. Um, be close for a while. And, um, you know, I think somebody's going to obviously – that winner is going to be decided that you know towards the end of that game. I don't think any any of the games are going to be blowouts. Adam, great job. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. We'll do it again next Thursday night, my friend. Sounds good, coach. Thank you. There you go, Adam Paul from EC Preps, uh, breaking down a few ball games uh, for us. There, uh, I I'm kind of anxious to see Braden. Uh, I'm kind of anxious to see what goes on in that Grossmont Madison game. We've had. Uh, Grossmont a couple of times this year. They came back that second game we had against uh, Granite Hills. Had a nice win. And Tucker, I guess, missed the ball game. He'll be back in, hopefully, for Grossmont's sake, at 100%. That could be a real shootout tomorrow night. Yeah, it could. A rematch of uh, earlier this season where Madison down Grossmont. I'm curious to see how that one plays out. Madison's got a pretty good defense. Keontae Springs is a real deal. That guy uh, is legit. He's a man playing with boys. I think he does a really good job. Um, you know, he's he's just so fun to watch, and he's a great weapon for Madison. Uh, Madison's got a handful of weapons. To, uh, uh, Grossmont's going to be, uh, you know, tough to handle. I'm curious to see how it plays out between the Western League and uh, Grossmont League uh, uh, teams there. Uh, we're going to step aside. When we come back, Braden and I, we're going to go uh, division by division and uh, break it down to give, your, uh, give you our, our thoughts on that. Uh, you're listening to the High School Football Show on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, this is Luke Durkin, quarterback for the Scripps Ranch Falcons. Scripps Ranch plays here on 97.3 The Fan. And welcome back to the High School Football Show. It's brought to you by the Eric Paredes Save-A-Life Foundation. Get ready for Heart Month. 
by registering your age uh, teens and uh, young adults, uh, 12 to 25, for a free heart screening on February 9th. Visit epsavealife.org slash the fan. Again, uh, thank you very much to the Eric Paredes Save a Life Foundation. Been a, a great sponsor throughout uh, the last couple of years. And uh, just uh, take them up on it. Go to their website. Check it out. And, uh, hey, if you're 24, 25, Get checked out. It's free. They get you in and out, and it's uh, great stuff. All righty, uh, Braden Soprano joining me as he does each and every week in uh, hour number two. And, Braden, uh, I'm excited about tomorrow night. I mean, we got a good ball game that we're going to get to between Carlsbad and Cathedral Catholic, but let's start off uh, last Saturday night. You and I were at the ballpark when the Padres were unveiling their uh, uniforms, and I'll be honest with you, I had thought about going to the eight-man championship game at Mission Bay High, uh, but... You know, we couldn't get there, and after I saw the final score, I'm, I'm glad I didn't go. It was 62 to nothing. Foothills Christian finishing off an undefeated season, taking down the San Diego Jewish Academy, and uh, boy, 62 to nothing. In that game, I think the entire second half was running clock, so they got out of there pretty quick. Yeah, that's a, wow, that's a heck of a championship game right there. Yeah, not uh, the best. Uh, and again, uh, congratulations to Foothills Christian. Uh, another big year. They went undefeated, going a perfect 11 and 0. All right, uh, Braden, let's start with uh, Division Five uh, quarterfinals tomorrow night. We got El Cajon Valley four and seven. Uh, the eight seed taking on the uh, number one seed Vincent Memorial nine and one. Of course, uh, that'll be uh, out there in the desert. And you take a look. Last week, El Cajon Valley defeated Mountain Empire 33 to nothing. So, what do you think? Uh, El Cajon Valley got a shot tomorrow night? Uh, I really like Vincent Memorial. They've been ranked pretty high throughout the entire season. Uh, they do a really good job out there in the desert. Um, you know, they're way out there in Calexico, so it's a good thing they're moving the game uh, to Southwest El Centro. That's going to be a little bit closer for El Cajon Valley. Um, but I, I think that the travel is going to play a factor for El Cajon Valley. And uh, not only that, I think Vincent Memorial just has too many dudes for uh, for El Cajon Valley to worry about. So I like uh, Vincent Memorial in this game. Cal Preps has Vincent Memorial winning twenty seven to seven. Uh, you got number five seed Crawford five and six on the year uh, traveling uh, down the road to number four Francis Parker. They check in at five and five. That game's going to be tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Uh, yeah, I like this matchup. I think it's going to be pretty close, to be honest with you. I like Crawford to, uh, you know, maybe play an upset role potentially on Francis Parker. Francis Parker is favored by seven Cal Preps. Uh, I like Crawford to make this one a close one against Francis Parker. Uh, number six, Mission Bay, five and six, going to number three, Holtville. They're eight and two at seven p.m. and another San Diego team having to make the trek out to the Imperial Valley. Yeah, going out to Holtville, land of the carrots, I believe. I think that's what they isn't that what they're famous for? They're carrots or something. Um, but Holdfield is projected to win by three. I like Mission Bay uh, in this game. I think if the game was played at Mission Bay, I think Mission Bay wins easily. Uh, the fact that it's at Holtville makes it a little bit tougher. I'm going to go with the upset in this one. I'm going to pick Mission Bay. I think the Bucks get a nice little win and continue a very uh, impressive season. Well, Palo Verde last week, Palo Verde Valley, they uh, hammered Claremont 49-28 to tomorrow night. Uh, they're going to be uh, coming uh, to San Diego, going down to the South Bay to take on Castle Park, uh, Palo Verde Valley, uh, six and five on the year, the number seven seed in Division uh, Five. And then you take a look at Castle Park having a great year. Their only loss was to Montgomery there at the end of the year. They're nine and one. That game kicks at seven p.m. as well. Yeah, Palo Verde Valley, uh, you know, hammered Claremont last week. The only difference was was Claremont had to go to Blythe to take on Palo Verde Valley. This time, Palo Verde Valley is coming to San Diego. They're going to take on uh, Castle Park at, here in uh, Chula Vista. I like Castle Park in this one. I think travel plays a factor. Uh, it doesn't really play a factor much for high school games until you get games like this where it's all over the place and they got long travel. 
travel uh, distances. That's tough for uh, for high school kids to do, long bus rides that they're not used to. Um, but other than that, I think Castle Park is just a better football team. They're projected to win 35-21 according to Cal Preps, and uh, I think they win by that margin. All right, Braden, let's jump up to uh, Division Four uh, quarterfinals tomorrow night. you got number eight, Escondido, 6-5, and five, taking on number one, Santana, 9-1. and one. You and I have seen Escondido. Uh, Robbie Ramos, uh, he did not have his best night tonight. We would called that game on that Saturday night out of Valley Center. But overall, Escondido's done a pretty good job this year. Yeah, I think they have. I think they've done a pretty good job. Uh, they have a pretty good offensive line. they got some playmakers uh, uh, throughout their uh, their lineup. I really like uh, Santana, though. Santana, the number one seed. Uh, they're doing a really good job uh, offensively, scoring some points. Defensively, they're doing great. Uh, they only had that one mess up against uh, Monta Vista early in the year. Of course, Monta Vista playing up in the uh, you know Division Two. I mean, they're Division Two schools. So um, I, I, I like uh, Santana in this one, and I think they show why they are the number one seed. Cal Preps has them winning 38-14. All right. How about the uh, five seed, Patrick Henry, six and five, first-year head coach, former NFL quarterback, JTO Sullivan, doing a nice job uh, going up to take on number four, Orange Glenn, six and four. Uh, that game's at seven o'clock. And remember, Orange Glenn. Glenn's got a lot of guys coming back off of that team that got to the state championship uh, game last year when they got beat up in Northern California. Hey, I'm taking the Patriots. Ha! Patrick Henry and Orange Glenn are both called the Patriots, by the way. Uh, I like uh, I like Patrick Henry uh, in this game, to be honest with you. They're favored by one. Um, it's a, the closest spread that you'll see uh, this weekend, according to Cal Preps. They're projected to win 36-35. They had a pretty good win again last week against Del Norte. Um, you know, they won on a game-winning out of walk-off touchdown. They scored with like two seconds left. Um, Del Norte, by the way, just to clear out, uh, clarify, we had their... Um, uh, the president of their touchdown club call into the show, and we appreciate everybody calling in and, and being supportive of the uh, high school football show here on 97 through the fan. He wanted to uh, uh, clarify about Del Norte. They'd have a winning season last year. They went 6-5 and five, uh, in 2018 for losing in the playoffs. I think they got a first-round bye, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Uh, and then this year, uh, they ended up going 2-9, and nine, but they did make the playoffs again uh, two years in a row. Uh, so Del Norte, uh, they think they're uh, getting things going on the right foot over there. It's good to see for the Nighthawks. But anyway, back to this Patrick Henry game uh, in Orange Glen. I think this is probably one of the closer games. Uh, it's got the potential to be a shootout. Patrick Henry scores a lot of points. They onside kick every time. They always go for it on fourth down, um, and they always go for two. So it's going to be tough to stop, but I really like Kale Patterson and Orange Glenn to, to try to keep the pace with Patrick Henry. That being said, I think Patrick Henry wins this game. All right, the uh, next matchup, number six, La Jolla Country Day, eight and three, taking on number three, Montgomery, nine and one, seven o'clock tomorrow night at Montgomery High School. And boy, Freddie Dunkel in only his second year really got that program headed in the right direction. Yeah, Freddie Dunkel's done a tremendous job, Montgomery League champions this year. I think they only have one loss on the season. They've been doing a really good job. Uh, they're going to go against a really good quarterback in EJ Crutchman, who uh, you know has a lot of stats uh, nationally in the top, um, you know, ten, top five. Uh, passing stats. So La Jolla Country Day is going to be able to move the ball. They're going to be able to throw the ball. Uh, they got an offensive line that's uh, you know one of the best offensive lines uh, La Jolla Country Day has ever seen uh, up there in La Jolla. So I, I like La Jolla Country Day to make this game a little bit closer. I still think Montgomery's got him. I know it's going to be a nice battle between EJ Crutzman and the secondary of Montgomery. Uh, Montgomery's projected to win 40-28 to according to Cal Preps. I think the game's a little bit closer than that, but I'm going to still go with the Aztecs.
Aztecs, and I'm going to take Montgomery in this one. All right, Braden, the final game in Division Four. You got number ten uh, Coronado seven and four taking on number two uh, Sarah eight and two seven p.m. at Sarah High School. I really like Sarah High School in this game. I think they're the uh, you know probably the favorite to win Division Four. Uh, they've had a really nice season. Uh, their only losses early in the year it came to uh, I think Santana was one of them, and the other one was Scripps Ranch, who is uh, in D3, the number one seed in D3. So I think Sarah's put together a really great season, and I think uh, they continue that tomorrow. They're projected to win 40-12, um, to 12, according to Cal Preps, and I think they cover that spread. All right, uh, Braden, uh, let's uh, move up here and uh, take a look at Division uh, 3. we got number 9, West Hill, 7-4 and four at number 1, Scripps Ranch, 10-0. Uh, that game's at Scripps Ranch tomorrow night at 7 p.m. I think Scripps Ranch has too many horses for West Hills to contend with. I really like what the Falcons have done this year. Uh, we'll see, uh, you know, um, we'll see Durkin out there, Luke Durkin throwing the ball. We'll see Nicholas Gardner running the ball. Uh, they got Booma, the uh, the big time defensive lineman that used to be the tuba player in the band that they turned <laughs> into uh, a really good uh, feel good story. Um, you know, getting looked at by West Point. Um, so they got a lot of guys. Uh, you know, they got t- two tight ends that have, have done a tremendous job. Um, as well, McGibney uh, being one of them, and, and Norberg the other. Uh, two solid guys that would probably play tackle any other school they go to, but Scripps Ranch is uh, you know, fortunate enough to have them play tight end. Of course, you got Battaglia on the defensive line uh, doing a great job. I'm also related to him, so I'm going to take a, a shameless plug there and, and throw in uh, uh, Connor Battaglia's name out there. But uh, Scripps Ranch, I, I like what they've done uh, this season. I think they continue against West 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 Hills. All right, staying in Division Three, uh, number five uh, Central, nine and two, coming to the city at Balboa Stadium, taking on number four San Diego. The Caver six and three, and that game's at seven o'clock again at Balboa Stadium. I like Central in this one, to be honest with you. I know I uh, I like riding with the uh, the Cavers as much as I can. Central's projected a win by a touchdown after the long drive. Central's a team that not a lot of people in San Diego really talk about because they're out in the desert, but they're a team that seems to be right around the CIF championships uh, over the last handful of years. I like Central in this one. Well, uh, we'll uh, see what happens. I think that could be a fairly uh, tight ball game. Also in uh, Division Three, you've got number six Modern Day Catholic seven and four traveling to take on number three La Jolla, who checks in at six and four uh, seven p.m. the The bad news for Modern Day Catholic they lost Trevor Appleman, their quarterback, and I don't think he's coming back. From what I've heard, I don't know if you've heard anything different, uh, but they do have Aiden Calvert, who I think is an All CIF guy. Aiden Calvert is the real deal for Modern Day, and he's going to be the big X-factor against La Jolla for sure. I really like Aiden Calvert. I picked Modern Day to win Division III uh, going into the, uh, going into the playoffs once they got seeded. I know they were the sixth seed, but I, I really like Modern Day uh, at La Jolla, and that's not to knock what Tyler Roach has done with the La Jolla uh, Vikings program. Winning league this year, a really uh, impressive job for La Jolla, and I, I think they've gotten that program turned around. they got a lot of scrappy kids on that team, um, you know, especially after a, a year ago. They, they've done a really good job, but I I like modern day in this one. I'm rolling with uh, Coach John Joyner. I'm rolling with Aiden Calvert, and I'm rolling with uh, you know the Crusaders as they go into La Jolla. La Jolla is projected to win 24-22, so it should be a close one uh, uh, tomorrow night. And the uh, final game in Division Three, you got number seven Brawley, eight and three, coming out to take on Drew Wesley's Hilltop Lancers, who check in at number two in Division Three, and they finish the year nine and one. That'll be at Hilltop tomorrow night at seven p.m. I like Hilltop in this one. It's a ch- long travel for Brawley and uh, Kearney had a 21 nothing lead early on Brawley, and they let things slip away. Uh, I don't think Hilltop lets Brawley get back into the game uh, like Kearney did last week. Uh, and, of course, Brawley got to play that game at home. This time they have to travel to Chula Vista. I like Hilltop in this one. 
Cal Preps likes Hilltop 35-28. All right, let's move up to uh, Division uh, 2 again. Uh, Braden Soprano, Coach John Cantero, we're taking to the top of the hour. And again, we'll be in uh, tomorrow afternoon with the John Cantero Show, 12-3. Uh, to 3, And hopefully you'll uh, join us tomorrow. Let's take a look at the quarterfinals in Division 2. Number 9, Poway, 7-4, and four, uh, traveling down to take on number 1, Bishop. A perfect 10-0, and, and that's at Bishop's High tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Uh, game's actually going to be at Mira Mesa High School, okay. officially. Uh, they had to move that game because Bishop's usually plays their home games at La Jolla High School, but La Jolla is hosting uh, against Modern Day, so they had to move the game to Mira Mesa. I think it's going to be a great venue uh, for Bishops and Poway. I think this is going to be a real good tester for Bishops. Everybody's talking about, right, Tyler Buckner. He's a really good quarterback. He's obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the county, if not the best quarterback in San Diego County. And the knock on him, of course, and it's not even his fault, uh, is the competition that Bishops plays. Well, guess what? We've seen this Poway team a handful of times. They're a pretty good football team in Division Two. I like to see Poway give Bishops a test. Bishops proves that they got a, a really good football team and they got a really good quarterback in junior Tyler Buckner. I like Bishops to win this one. Cal Preps likes Bishops 38-28. How about number five more, seven and four, taking on Santa Fe Christian, uh, six and four. Uh, at 7 p.m., and I believe that's going to be at Torrey Pines High School tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken. That game is going to be at Torrey Pines High School. I like Morse in this one. I, I think they have a really good rushing attack. Uh, I really like what they do uh, with Jordan Hicks. I think Jordan Hicks is a really tremendous football player uh, for the Morse Tigers. I think they roll in there, and I think they get the win. Uh, Cal Preps likes them as well, 27-17. Well, that'll be a tight ball game, I think. Number six, Christian, six and five, traveling to take on the number three rated Vista Panthers, who uh, finished the year at seven and three. And uh, boy, they they played some good football, and they ended up winning the Avocado League. Uh, yeah, or they, excuse me, the Palomar League. They won the Palomar League. Vista's a really good football team. Uh, they're my favorite to win the D2 playoffs. I really like what they've been doing. they got a three-headed monster uh, in that running back uh, back there, led by Desmond Tua, of course. Uh, I like Vista. Cal Preps likes Vista by 26 points, and I, honestly, I think this game um, you know, might get out of hand pretty early between uh, Vista and Christian. Well, Vista's uh, Coach Dave Bottom's done a good job up there uh, building that program at Vista. In a game that uh, Drew Cowell and I talked about earlier, uh, and uh, I think this ought to be an interesting one. Number seven, El Camino, five and six. Uh, going over to Escondido to take on number two, San Pasqual. San Pasqual, nine and one. And again, that's at San Pasqual tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Yeah, these two teams got a couple um, common opponents. San Pasqual played Torrey Pines and lost earlier this year. El Camino played Torrey Pines. Uh, they actually swept Torrey Pines uh, at all three levels, freshman, JV, and varsity. I don't know how much that's, that's going to play into a factor. I really like the way El Camino's playing right now. Uh, they're playing hot uh, hot ball. They won uh, against Oceanside a couple weeks ago. They just defeated Valley Center. They're rolling. They just played a really tough Avocado League schedule where San Pasqual didn't play necessarily the greatest of schedules uh, in league play. Their league's kind of down this year. I really like El Camino. I think they go in and I think they uh, they they down the Eagles tomorrow. All right, Brain. Let's jump up to number one because we want to get through the open division as well. And again, the open division tomorrow night. You got four teams. It's the semifinal, and uh, their uh, championship game will be a week from uh, Saturday night, the twenty third, out there at Southwestern College. Okay, number nine, Oceanside, seven and four, going in to take on number one, Steel Canyon, nine and one. Their only loss to Helix there at the end of the season. This is going to be a really intriguing game between Oceanside and Steel Canyon. Oceanside struggled against Eastlake last week. It was a very sloppy game between both uh, Eastlake and Oceanside. Oceanside ended up winning that game 10-0. Uh, against Steel Canyon, I think this one uh, has a lot of things that uh, ride with an upset special. Uh, in fact, on our podcast, the high school football podcast with uh, myself and top dog uh, Chris Smith, Chris Smith actually picked Oceanside to win this 
game. I think Oceanside makes it close. I still think Still Canyon gets the win. Cal Preps likes him 28-17. I think the game's going to be a little bit closer than that. Uh, number five, Grossmont, 8-3, and three, uh, traveling to take on number four, Madison, 6-4. and four. That game's uh, at 7 p.m. tomorrow night, and this is a rematch. Madison got him the first time. I think Madison gets him again the second time, and the game this time is going to be at Madison High School. Uh, Grossmont rolls in there. they got a pretty good offense. It's high-powered. It's high-tempo, but Madison uh, can equal that with their offense and Keontae Springs uh, at the helm at, at you know, big big key factor for Madison. Uh, Madison's defense is also uh, really good as well. Uh, Madison's projected to win by 9 according to Cal Preps, 35-26. I think Madison cruises to a nice, easy win over Grossmont. Alright, Braden, the last two games in Division 1 are going to be interesting. you got a rematch between La Costa Canyon 6-5. and five. They're the 6th seed in Division uh, 1. And uh, you take a look at uh, Mission Hills 8-2. and two. That game's at Mission Hills tomorrow night at 7 p.m. And Boy, that's going to be an interesting ball game. I think it is. Uh, both teams got pretty good defenses. Mission Hills, I think, has a little bit more talent than La Costa Canyon does. La Costa Canyon, of course, not at full strength. A lot of schools right now are not at full strength, but I really like Mission Hills in this one. I, I actually picked Mission Hills to probably win this uh, division this year, and I'm going to keep riding with the Grizzlies. Cal Preps uh, likes Mission Hills as well, 21-12. to And finally, in the Division One, uh, number 10, Torrey Pines, 5-6, and six, coming off a nice victory a week ago. Uh, they're uh, taking on number two. Lincoln, Lincoln checking in at seven and three, but Torrey Pines, uh, that was a nice win for them last week uh, in the first round of the playoffs, shutting out or not uh, shutting out uh, Rancho Bernardo, but beating them thirty-four to six. We'll see if the uh, Falcons can roll into the hive and not get stung by the Lincoln Hornets. I I think Torrey Pines makes this game close. Uh, Cal Preps has Lincoln winning twenty-eight twenty, a pretty close spread right there. I like Torrey Pines and their wing T offense. They got a really good uh, opportunity to control the game uh, and just kind of burn some clock. And and Lincoln uh, has the athletes to uh, to do some damaging things to Torrey Pines secondary especially since we saw Carlsbad completely torch Torrey Pines secondary uh, you know a handful of weeks ago when we did their game on 97.3 the fan I think Lincoln's got more talent I think Torrey Pines is going to be well coached and ready to go I think this one's going to be really close I think Lincoln maybe just barely edges out Torrey Pines alright let's get to the uh, open division and we're not going to give a, a call on the uh, Carlsbad Cathedral game we'll talk about it we're not going to predict who's going to win that one we will give you the Cal Preps uh, prediction but Braden and I won't make Make a call on this game, uh, but we're going to start with number four, St. Augustine, eight and two, taking on uh, Helix, uh, number one in the open division. They finished uh, nine and one. Their only loss early in the year to a, a team out of Utah. Yeah, these teams have seen each other a lot over the last uh, couple of years. In fact, in the last two years, they've played each other four times. Uh, the rematch of the uh, open or the uh, Division One championship game a year ago that St. Augustine won, uh, and of course uh, a rematch from earlier this season, which Helix won. Uh, in that Helix Saints game, the ball bounced Helix's way a handful of times. I think this one's going to be pretty close. St. Augustine, out of the four teams in the open playoffs, is the one school that is the least banged up. Uh, don't be surprised if St. Augustine rolls in there and makes this one a really tight one. That being said, I really like Helix. I think they're they're playing really well. Washington, their backup running back that's filled in tremendously uh, for El Elyon. No, I think he plays a big factor. But, hey, get this. Uh, the time St. Augustine beat Helix is when Helix didn't have El Elyon Noah. So uh, I'm curious to see how this one goes. I think this is going to be a great matchup. Uh, Cal Preps has Helix winning 41-31. All right, and the uh, final game, number three, Carlsbad 9-1, uh, going down the road to Cathedral Catholic, the two seed in the open division. Uh, Cathedral Catholic finished the year 8-2, uh, of course, with the game right here on 97.3 The Fan at 7 p.m. and also on the radio.com app. Braden, you and I aren't going to
going to make a pick on this game because we're calling the game tomorrow night. But what's Cal Preps have it? Uh, Cal Preps has Cathedral Catholic winning 31-14. Really? Yes. Oh, that'll be interesting. I'm curious to see how it plays out. I, I think Cathedral's a, a really tremendous football team. These two teams have played each other uh, 16 times in their history. They're both 8-8 eight and eight against each <laughs> other. Uh, Cathedral Catholic, I think, is 3-1 uh, and one all-time against Carlsbad in the playoffs. A lot of that uh, coming within the last uh, uh, five years or so. Uh, and then the, the very first matchup between these two teams was actually back in 1964. It was a uh, championship game in which Cathedral Catholic won 40 to nothing. A lot has changed since 1964. So I'm curious to see how this plays out. But these two teams have played each other for the last uh, three. This will be the third year in a row. And a lot of the sophomores, uh, a lot of the seniors that are playing for both teams right now played in that game two years ago. So these two teams have seen each other a a handful of times in the playoffs. And uh, right now the series is tied at one between uh, the senior classes of Carlsbad and Cathedral Catholic. So winner take all right here for a chance to go to the open playoffs. Um, The one thing you have to say about the open playoffs the uh, favorite has won every single time in the opening rounds. All righty, Braden. Well, uh, let's get home, get a little rest. Uh, you and I will be back uh, tomorrow at uh, 12 to 3, and then we'll be on our way to Cathedral Catholic. We've got a big day ahead of us. Yeah, another long Friday. It's going to be fun. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about in the NFL tomorrow on the uh, John Quintero Show, as well as some probably off-season moves with the San Diego Padres. But I'm looking forward to some high school football as well as we get to continue high school football CIF playoffs here in San Diego. Uh, thanks to all our guests tonight, the head uh, football coach at Carlsbad, Thad McNeil, head football coach at Cathedral Catholic, Sean Doyle. Thanks to Chris Ford, the president of the California Coaches Association, and, of course, our two uh, reporters out there for me. Thanks for downloading the John Quintero Show on demand and remember you can always listen to my show as well as on demand audio from ben and woods gwen and chris and other intercom san diego stations using the radio.com app remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.